radio check. Next artist is on A rig. Artist is on the way to the stage. Lighting, the artist is requesting we go door. Great stage, great sound, and great visuals. There's a crew of men and women making it happen. Hear their stories. Alright, what up everybody? I'm Rocky. This is Brenda. And I'm Kirby. And you tuned in to Set Times. How's everybody doing? Wonderful. Fucking great. Very good. What is it? Today's Friday? Friday. Friday. Just got back from uh, Miami Groove Cruise. Oh, yeah. That's going to be a whole episode. Oh, yeah. A whole episode. Yeah, yeah. More than LA. Anyways. But anyways. Okay. Uh, today's guest has had his hand in some of the craziest visuals I think we've seen. Welcome to the show, Dallas. Thank you. Oh, uh, yeah. You. Thank you. Bow, 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 bow. Up, <laughs> so you own or work for a company called Paradox? Uh, I own and work for that ah, company. All right. Nice. I'm a, a one-man band over there. Awesome. One, you looking for somebody to carry the walls? I'll help, <laughs> I'll help you, bro. <laughs> Mainly right now, I'm just doing a, a bunch of designs. Through that, so I am doing all my design work and LD work through Paradox. Okay, so design as in like CADs and things of that sort, CADs, putting it on paper, production design, coming up with a pretty picture and then making it a reality. Okay, that process just fascinates me. How does how does it go from point A to point B? Like what? How does it all happen? Does <laughs> does an artist contact you and then you guys have like a powwow and then you walk the site or? Usually it's not the artist, it's their management that'll reach out. Okay. And they'll probably, they'll usually reach out to like a venue that I work at or they'll reach out to someone that I work with all the time and be like, hey, we have this show. We need a design for this venue. Do you know of anybody? And then they'll recommend my name. And okay. then I'll work with them and I'll say, hey, do you guys have any like, creative inspiration you guys have a certain aesthetic you want what are you guys trying to evoke or accomplish do you guys have like a cd or or not not cd but like a album (laughs) you're dropping (laughs) i want stars and flowers (laughs) can we take a shot yes all right yeah yeah yeah, that's right that's right what do you want brother we got uh we got vodka and then we got our whiskey i'll take whiskey all right yeah 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 this is our sponsors all right i love it give him a shout out rock give him a shout out rock this is uh, Joshua Distilling, our uh, big sponsor. We love them. Dark Horse, right? Dark yeah, that's a Dark Horse uh, whiskey? whiskey. Love it. And then the vodka. Alex, you want vodka? Yeah. No, 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 the whiskey. Damn, we got to get another whiskey bottle on here. Yeah, we'll get one. Yeah. Thank you so much, Joshua Tree Distilling. Distilling. Oh, yeah, it's, it's tradition. <laughs> Everybody would bring in here, we drink. Yeah. You can hear me? Can you hear me? Yeah, we hear yeah. you. It's tradition. <laughs> So grab your cup. All right. Thank you. Uh, baby Alex. Alex is back in the studio. Yeah. Cheers, cheers, mate. Cheers. Cheers, cheers. Happy Friday. Cheers, cheers, cheers. Ooh. Let's go. Wee. Ooh. I like that. Yeah. 
like it. Oh, good. Oh, nice. That's good. Yeah, makes me feel 16 again. <laughs> Jesus. You grow some hair on your chest finally. Well, I just shaved it. It's probably already growing. <laughs> All right. Okay, so you you have a powwow with your team, you get some influences of what they're trying to do, and then you you just start designing. Yeah, then from there I'll probably like sit down at my desk, pull out a piece of paper and just like start sketching some. Oh, stuff actually out. paper and pen. Yeah, I'll start with paper and pen. So I'll do like a quick sketch of just like whatever kind of comes to my brain, you know, coming up with geometric shapes or, you know, some sort of perspective. Okay. I'll go on Pinterest and kind of search things and get different inspiration. Um, and then from there, I'll start playing and putting that into like a CAD file and into Vectorworks. Vectorworks. Mm -hmm. okay. How long does a CAD usually take you? Uh, it depends on the size of the show ah. and how in-depth it goes. So. Sometimes like a design, I'll get like a first draft design done in like a day or two. Okay. Um, and then from there, I'll send it off to the client and be like, hey, this is what my initial design is. What Here's do you like? Yeah. What do you like? What don't you like? Um, do you have anything that you want to add or take away? And then they'll give me notes and then I'll go back and then I'll kind of update from there. And then usually I'll do like a, a render, like a full colored render. Oh, and then really? I'll do like a video fly through to kind of give them like what it's actually going to look like, not just like a CAD okay. folder. Um, just to kind of really sell the picture and sell the show, you know? All right. Have you ever had anybody going, that's not what I want. You have to redo yes. the whole thing. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that happens yeah. all the time. All <laughs> the that's, time. that's the problem that designers always deal with. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then another thing I always deal with is like, all right, I always ask, what's your budget? Ah, uh, because they dream this big, yeah. but their budget is this big. Exactly. So yeah, their budget is like, oh, we have this budget. And then I'll say, okay, I'll design you know, with that in mind. Could $130 get me? <laughs> and then, so, so do they always give you a number? Uh, For the most part. Oh, okay. It's something that I've come to learn to like ask beforehand yeah. because there's been plenty of times where I'm like, oh yeah, I'm going to design this. This is great. Come up with this crazy, grandiose idea, all these fucking things all over the place. And then they're like, oh, we only got $50,000. And it's like, oh. You're like, okay. Oh, okay. Wow. Well, let's... Yeah. Shrink that down. Scale it down a little bit. <laughs> At least, like in my clientele, I ask for a budget and they're like, oh, there's no budget. I'm like, meaning you have unlimited budget or you have zero budget. <laughs> and they can never, like, I hate when, I, give me a number. I never thought of that. You saying there's no budget. Yeah, there's no budget. Yeah. I mean, right? Yeah, I know. I would have been like, oh, fuck, no money? You got all money? Oh, yeah. Yeah. All money, that's what all I would think. <laughs> all money, that's what you got. That's what I hear. So now do you design for like, tours do you do like just festivals is it a mixture of it's a mixture mostly it's festivals and one-off shows okay and for the most part insomniac keeps me pretty busy oh nice so it's all you guys oh so that's your vision huh that's your vision up there yeah no fucking way on on some of the shows out some there yeah like in like edc what stages have you done or you designed or helped? I haven't designed anything for EDC yet, okay. but I also am a production manager for Four Wall Productions. That's like my full-time, full-time gig. So gotcha. we oh. do a lot Got of- Got a job within the job. Within <laughs> the Everybody job. does, yeah. yeah. Um, so what they will do is they'll hire us and we usually do the base pod stage. And we'll okay. do you know, stage five or third. Dude, that, that stage this last, this last year was fucking dope. Yeah, I would have to say- The only thing the I think- that sucked is that it didn't go up and down yeah budget but budget. yeah see i mean it was a great concept but mm -hmm. yeah, it was budget. dope bro it was really that cool. really felt something like out of like the uk 
It looked, I mean, you could see it from like when you first entered, like it was this big gleaming, like chrome, just metallic, like Dr. Seuss, like base pod thing. It looked like really the, cool. the fucking Who telephone phone. <laughs> <laughs> right? That No, Dr. Who, right? That telephone phone? That's the, the telephone fucking, it looked like that from yeah. far and I was like, that shit was dope. Yeah, that was a that was a difficult build. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember Larry. How long did it there. take you? Uh, so I'm out there with my team for like two weeks. Before, uh, before. Are you guys building that night? No, just during the day, right? Fuck. Morning, morning time now. Morning. I know back when it was in June and stuff, we did overnight. So. I think that was better. Because of the heat? Yeah. yeah. Heat. But it was still hot. It was still like 100, but the sun it's wasn't beaming on you. you yeah. It's still pretty hot now. I mean, we get there at 6 o'clock in the morning, and then by lunchtime, it's like, well, everyone's drained. Yeah. Up, they're, 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 <laughs> to work, beaners. Yeah. <laughs> You're out there on the, on the blacktop. It's, 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 it's a tough one. Two weeks, and that's just one stage, one team. Correct. Yeah. One stage, one team. That's insane. And we're not There's even the first 10 stages. There. I yeah. Know. Yeah. Plus boats, or what are they called? Art cars. Art cars. Art cars boats. And camping. <laughs> and yeah, all the different. Bro, it's it takes nuts. an army. It mm. takes an army just for one festival. Yeah, it's crazy. What's well, one of the, it's, I think, the largest North American festival, yeah. right? Yeah. So, I mean, I can only imagine. So, um, I, uh, the last, I think, thing that I've seen that I know that you were a part of was Day Trip. Mm-hmm. That was, no, Disco Trip. Disco Trip. Disco yeah. Trip. Disco Trip. The, it was so much fun. Just the visuals walking in, all the disco balls, the giant one that was in the center. Uh-huh. It was such like a photo op, and and uh, it was just a vibe. You walk in, even before you got to the stage, it just felt so, I don't know, um, fun. It was That's just good. fun. I'm glad that that yeah. came through. That was one of the designs, actually, that there was like eight. I think eight or nine different revisions before I got approved. Oh, really? Yeah, they're really particular about their design because it was like branding their new disco trip label or something like that. Yes. They wanted to like really make it pronounced and be a specific type of vibe. Disco-y. Disco-y vibe, yes. yeah. It's still the same day trip company, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. I think, yeah. Fucking Adam. We got to get him on here. Yeah, we got to get him on here too. It was such a vibe and it was good. You guys pulled it off. Like as soon as walking in, like I wish I had bell bottoms on and uh, <laughs> like an afro. Like it was so much fun and just the atmosphere. Everybody was dressed up. Mm-hmm. They they. I wish I was there. I, you I, didn't go. I wasn't able to make it. No, I designed it and passed it off to somebody else. His name's Nemo, and he was the guy that kind of built it and ran with it because I had to go to another show. So you just put it on paper. You didn't even get to see it like in person. Yeah. Oh. Not, 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 not even a FaceTime. No, no FaceTime. Oh, that's Does that funny. happen a lot? Uh yeah, happens quite a bit, especially like if you get busy. I can't be at everything, so it's like uh, I have to pick and choose which one. That's I your baby. It's almost like not being able to see your kid. Like, yeah. Ah, well, I had this kid, but I didn't get to see it. Yeah, that's, <laughs> that's crazy. I know it was kind of sad, but you know, hearing stories of like you saying it's good, and a lot of other people told me like, oh, it came out really nice. Yeah, it came out happy, really, really good. Happy about that. That. Must that, feel, that must feel great. Oh, it does. That's what I go for. You know, that's kind of why I do it. Is for like the the audience reaction and like the because i remember being going to shows and being like oh this is the best night of my life and like you walk around site and you hear like the kids saying that and you're like oh, i'm a part of that like that's why yeah. that's why i like yeah. i like to do the design and like to bring everything together it's like I, i'm a part of someone's best night 
the, yeah. you know, somehow, yeah, yeah, some yeah. way, we're all kind of connected. Now, yes. In that so did you uh, attend electronic fe- or music festivals or things mm-hmm. prior to being in the industry? Yeah. I was a little rave kid. Oh, okay. I was the one uh, walking around with like my crew with like finger light gloves and we were shuffling. We had like a shuffle crew and we'd like be in big circles and dance together. So yeah, when, when I was a puppet master, <laughs> when I left high school and went to college, I kind of fell into the rave scene and kind of everything went from there. During college. During college. Whoa, yeah. bro, ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> My you, mom's not here to watch me. <laughs> are you born and raised in Cali? Uh, yeah, I was born in San Jose, California. Oh, okay, oh. see. So well, Northern California. What was your first rave do you remember going to? Uh, it was down here after I went to college, and it was at the Shrine. It wasn't even a rave. It was Ferry Corston th- at the Shrine. Oh, okay, nice. Yeah. Wow. And so there's- Are so you um, a trans guy? Uh, not really anymore, but then I- At the I, time, like, you were just- Well, and EDM wasn't so big, so I feel yeah. like it was just like techno and trance I was out. Or, when I mean, was this? Like, uh, year. 2000 and- say like early, probably. Early. 2008, maybe? Yeah, that was that was good trance music. That wasn't all that side trance now. <laughs> that was good shit. But yeah, so I went to that. I had some like neighbors from my college apartment that were like, "Oh, we're going to this show. You should come with us." And I went with them and somehow found my way to the front of house and was talking to the guy and was like, "Oh, this button does this and this button does this." And I let me kind of push a button and had no idea that that was going to be like a step in my life. Like I had no idea about it all. I was just there partying. And was it a lighting guy, sound guy? It was a lighting guy. Oh, nice. Okay. So he was like, Oh, this is the strobe and you know, go ahead and push it. And I like pushed it and saw all the strobes go. I was like, Oh, that's cool. And then didn't think of it at all. Wait, so you didn't know him. You just mm-hmm. walked up there and he's like, let me show you how it works, kid. Who got yeah. fired. You know, party, <laughs> partying goes like that sometimes. Yeah. You know, just okay. Like That's dope. Yeah. And That's awesome. So that happened. I don't know who he is. Can't remember his face. Don't know his name. But oh, wow. he gave me my first touch of the board. And then later on that year, I went to a Metallica concert at the Forum. And I was sitting in the stands and a the stage presence just like completely blew me away. The lasers, the lights, the video, them in the center. It was just like a, a concert that will stick in my brain forever. And then right after that, my girlfriend, she had a friend who was like, oh, I do lights for school. Or I do lights at school. And it was the same college that I went to. And I was like, oh, you can get paid to do lights. <laughs> this is a thing. <laughs> make this really cool stage and like all of this awesome shit. And so then I changed my major. Uh, like my third year in college from kinesiology to lighting design. I'm sorry, kinesiology? Yeah. What, what is, is that? that? I couldn't even tell you now. <laughs> <laughs> read people's minds. At the time, it sounded good. <laughs> it's it's like physical, sports physical therapy. Type. Oh, okay. Oh, right. he, was, he was trying to be a, a what is it? Sports a, therapist? Sports therapist for Kobe Bryant, I bet. <laughs> <laughs> but I realized real quickly that I couldn't read a book and be like, this is what I'm doing with my life i'm more of a i have to be want to be yeah Yeah, i have to be up and at him and kind of moving around and more of a creative than like it's crazy dude this is the facts the rave hooked you yeah yeah that one person who let you work the board and because that could have been like nah bro get out of (laughs) here you know you'd be like well fuck you yeah but you know it's crazy i don't want to say music brings people together 
Yeah, it does. My, my first but, thought was drugs. But, <laughs> but to be honest, but to be honest, the drugs help. The guy was probably on drugs or hammered as fuck or just didn't care about his job. No, but he was teaching I, him. He said he was there attending. Wait, no, I, mean, I know. But still, like, like hey, we're come. not gonna be like let some attendee come up on stage and yeah, oh yeah, plug in the scene. He the case, bro. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? But I mean, but I mean, again, even now, was, like if someone came up to me and was like, hey. Hey man, yeah. Can I push a button? I mean, I wasn't like that, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was definitely like, probably talking my face off and asking him about stuff. But yeah. like, I wouldn't be like, "Oh yeah, dude, come on over here." Come but on also, in the two thousands, things were different. Oh yeah, for things sure. Things were yeah, but you probably different. approached him correctly yeah. and showed interest. And he was, and he was probably way. yeah, and he was like, "Oh, this." He probably be. read you, bro, and he's like, "This motherfucker's gonna be somebody." <laughs> yeah, like, like I'm gonna teach him. Uh, watch watch you cross. Well, you said this story right now. Watch you cross paths. With I that know, guy, right? that'd be cool. And and you're like, be like, I remember that Damn, kid. I remember. Cool. <laughs> He's yeah. like, Hey, you're the guy pushing my buttons. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that. Well, I'm glad that you you well were like a rave kid because I, uh, you know, I keeps me passionate. Yeah, you know, I enjoy electronic music now, but I didn't grow up with that. Okay. So I came from like classic rock and rock and metal and things. It wasn't until I met Rocky, where he showed me, or he he. Uh, anyways, she she thought the devil was into rock because his name was Rock. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I think we've come a lot of uh, we've come across a lot of people who are behind the scenes who do not like the music. Yeah. So I like that you like the music. Mm-hmm. I live it kind of it. it kind of gives you a little more passion towards what you do and things of that sort. And so you know what's weird though is I couldn't tell you very many names of DJs. I love the music. That's fine. But as long as you enjoy the, it, the DJ names. Yeah. Same here. I when I got into it, bro, I didn't know who the DJs who were was who until like one day I wasn't smoking weed. <laughs> and I popped the CD out and I said, "Oh shit, it's Diesel Boy." Cool. Yeah, that was it. And had no idea who it was. And then, well, was, you remember tracks. Yeah. You rem- you know that track, but you have no idea who 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 it is. You have no idea. Rocky will do that all the time. I'll be singing a song, and he's like, "Who is that?" I'm like, "I have no idea. I just I know the track. I don't know who it is. I don't know who the DJ is." So you went to school, uh-huh. major for lighting, and then where did you go? What was the next step after that? So after I majored in lighting, graduated, I went to Cal State Fullerton. Um, okay. I was on the hunt for a job, and I found this, like, <laughs> it, it's it was a tour for a company called Break the Floor Productions, and they did dance, uh, like, dance competitions across America. Oh, and okay. so I got this like job. dance battles kind of thing or no, like, like a uh, American Idol kind of no, like, like ballroom. Uh, no, <laughs> <laughs> it's like, like, it's like uh, you got you're, you're five to 17 or 18 and like dance moms style. Oh, oh. Yeah. LA. okay. Ballet, hip hop. Hip hop. Yeah. Contemporary. And so they have what they would do is they'd have like a convention uh, workshop the weekend and then they do a competition after okay and it was every weekend and so i got this job off like offstagejobs.com way back when and it was the first gig that i ever did that doesn't even sound like a website (laughs) (laughs) and uh so went on tour at first as the ld for that and then the pm quit halfway through what's what's ld for the people that don't uh lighting director okay all right the legion of doom the lighting director (laughs) for this dance tour and then halfway through, the production manager quit, and then they brought me on as the production manager and hired another lighting director. That's dope. So I did that for a year, learned a lot, learned like 
what I didn't want to do with my life anymore and uh, <laughs> learn, you know, just kind of got uh, figured out what it was like out on out on tour in a way and doing production. And then after that, I hopped on with the company. I only did it for one year because the company itself was like, mm, I didn't really want to work, work for them anymore. And then after that, I joined up with a corporate company called Bright Ideas and they did a lot of like special events corporate events um like rich people mm. houses like they did like uh for the olympics 2024 they did like a dinner with the olympic committee and someone's in the backyard of a house with like a 360 video wall that was like 20 feet tall and they just had dinner there for an hour wow and that was like what one of our jobs were so i did that for three years learned a lot about like how to do client interaction you know talking to corporate people Paying it's attention a completely to detail. different beast. Yes. Yeah. And all of this, like, learn I did. to be professional. Learn how to be. mind your P's and Q's. And, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Wear a suit. Wear a suit. <laughs> um, so I, after three years of that, I was kind of like, I knew I didn't want to stay in the corporate world also. And I had always, you know, since I went to raves and, like, touched the buttons and all of that, I had always in the back of my mind knew I wanted to get to concerts, festivals, raves, that whole deal. Okay. So then after three years, I came into a crossroads where it's like, okay, I can either stay at this job where I'm really comfortable. I love the people that I work with. The shows are cool, but it's not necessarily what I want to do. Or do I make this jump, go freelance for a little bit and maybe hopefully catch another job? Yeah. So then. Scary route. Yeah. Passion. Uh-huh. Or the comfortable, yeah. no passion route. Yeah. So I you ended took up. The leap. I took the leap. I ended up quitting. And then one of my friends that I had worked with, he worked for a company called Visions with uh, Todd Roberts. I don't know if you guys know Todd Roberts. I think I've heard of the name. Sounds familiar. Yeah. So he And then right as I got hired on, Visions got bought out by Four Wall. So then I got hired on through Visions, and then Visions got bought out, oh. and then Four Wall was the, was the owner. And then I, I've stayed there since. Visions is old. Yeah, Visions yeah. is an old, old. I think I remember seeing that shit back in the day. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they used to... I mean, Todd Roberts used to just run shit, man. I mean, he still runs shit. He's everywhere. He's doing, he's got his paws and everything. But so, yeah, I learned from him and he was a great mentor. And then Is he, uh, he's not part of four wall anymore. No, okay. they, they split ways. Gotcha. Okay. And then uh, he had like a non-compete for like five years. And then uh, after that, now five years are up and he's, he's doing stuff. So I, I still keep in contact with him and nice, nice guy sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> well, mentors will do that to you, bro. Yeah, man. Yeah. I definitely see four wall everywhere. Yeah, I mean everywhere. We have grown exponentially over the last few years for sure. And I mean they started just acquiring businesses left and right. It's been crazy. We just got another one in Atlanta, Georgia. Oh wow. And so we have like I couldn't tell you how many shops we have across the, the country, but we're we got something in every market now. Yeah. So, do you get to travel? Um, I do get to travel, but it's mainly Vegas, San Bernardino, and Florida. <laughs> Fuck yeah. That's still cool. Yeah. Vegas, baby. Yeah, so <laughs> you love Vegas. That's where I go a lot. <laughs> where most of our work is. What are some of the challenging things you have to deal with in the industry? Um, hmm. Waking up. <laughs> <laughs> I think some of the challenges, I mean, from a production manager side, it's logistics okay and making sure that uh what you get from you know the client uh the expectations are set to reality 
Because a lot of the times you'll get these pretty pictures that look awesome. And then we have to figure out and be like, oh, well, you can't put a rigging point there because there's nothing there to rig from. Or why is this truss here? There's nothing for it to be supported from. And so we have to figure out how to make these pretty pictures look the same, but also be safe for all realistic. the people. Yeah, realistic, you know, past engineering. Uh, so so do you get to walk the site if you've never been there before you start designing? Um, sometimes, uh, but mostly not. Okay. Uh, mostly they'll send over like a CAD file of the venue itself. Um, or I'll do some like research and they'll give me basic dimensions based on like where they're going to place the stage. Okay. And then I'll use that as a base and be like, okay, don't go 120 feet, only go 80 <laughs> feet because it's not going to work yeah. and stuff like that. What is some of the craziest stages or, or things that you had to do to you? Mm. You have like one in particular that it was like, it took us forever. Uh, I could tell you my worst show ever. Okay. <laughs> uh, it was actually at Grand Park. Okay. Where a disco trip was, yes. but the stage was on the other side. It was for Cascade. It was uh, on top of the hill? Yeah. Well, it wasn't on top of the hill. No, it was so just reversed. It was just yeah. reversed. Facing yeah. towards the... the... Yeah. It, like the audience's uh, back was to City Hall. So okay, it was facing yes. the opposite way. That's oh. how they used to do most of the shows until they, I think they changed it. Yeah. Because Carl Cox, Cox was like that too. I did that show. I designed that show too. Oh, really? nice. Because yeah. the, the Jay-Z concert, the... Um, the Jay-Z tour with Budweiser wasn't like that. It was the other way. Yeah, they had it on the steps. So, yeah, uh, mm. they had their stage on the steps. Which is, All the shows that I had been there. Been like Carl Cox. Yeah. yeah. They probably tried to make you feel like Until ultra, day trip. ultra Miami Until day and trip, shit. Yeah. Where you have the buildings like. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. It, I liked it both. It is a vibe. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it you mix it up. I think That's it's a courthouse, right? Yeah, so you're not courthouse. that far if you get in trouble. You're just right there, <laughs> homie. That, uh, that Carl Cox show, though, just did side tangent real quick that was cool because i had like i remember this like happy mistake of my design where i did these ba- big backlight spotlights for the dj mm, and it was on it. both oh, sides and then it showed a silhouette on the was- courthouse yeah. and i just see everyone in the audience like pointing up there pointing up there and my my wife she's like oh look look up there what did you did you mean to do that and i look and you just see this perfect silhouette of the dj with his like hat up there yeah it was a really cool moment that was, like, was badass yeah, i remember I was, that i was actually thinking of that as we were talking about that was yeah epic. somebody i posted right gasper i think posted that picture uh, there's yeah. a lot there's of a lot of pictures yeah. of that yeah that was a good one yeah that was dope i was like that, that was, was a happy accident but you should take full credit totally <laughs> meant to do that. it's not an accident it was meant to be. it was meant yeah, to yeah, yeah yeah i yeah. envisioned it from the beginning <laughs> but uh but that cascade show um, so I had designed something. It was the very first time I'd ever been to that venue. Okay. And so I did do a little site walkthrough. Um, but one of the challenges was that venue's government property. You know, you can't get on there certain times or cost certain amount of money. You yes. also can't have heavy machinery on the grass. So you have to lay down plywood roads okay. or LD rolls, which is like a metal, metal road that you roll out. Didn't really know that. Didn't really know what it entailed to uh, make this full yeah. production. So I had three big arches with like lights on it and some stuff and we couldn't build it on the grass because the grass was being used for another event before we got in there but we got a we got the parking lot next to the dirt lot okay so we had to build the arches i had this i thought it was a grandiose idea i'm going to build these arches in the lot and then just move them on over well the grass isn't flat uh the, the venue's not flat so we build these arches over and then my, I have my friend pick him up in this big, you know, 12K lull, great all, driving it on the street of downtown L.A., trying to get through the walking path of... Of the park. Of the park. This is during the day? This is 
uh, during the nighttime. We had oh, okay, because yeah, I'm about to say that shit is a mess during the day. Oh, we had to stop traffic both ways. You know, he's going real slow. We got all these stagehands on both sides of this big 20 foot arch that we're trying to bring into place. So then we have so many issues. We can't get it level. It's on grass. I have to like come up with different solutions on how to make this all work. Um, finally, we get things, everything over there, but that's just pushed my timeline so far behind schedule. Um, I had the programmer coming in at night or at, at like midnight. I wasn't ready for the programmer until 6 a.m. <gasps> wow. No. Sun was up. Things, How you program the you sun up? You can't. Yeah. And I felt so bad because it was like this LD that I looked up to. You know, he's a real cool guy. And I would like, Cascade's my favorite DJ. So I like wanted to impress everybody and like be like, oh, on it. And then it just one thing after another after another. And so it ended up being a full 24 hour load in day for me and my team. And then they ended up doing some daylight programming and uh, we were still doing like we had site stuff. I had like front of house decks to build ADA decks to build still like we did the whole site. And it was the one show in my entire life where I literally thought like I wasn't going to make doors. Like I was going to have to tell a client like, Oh, uh, I'm, I'm not going to make it. Yeah. And we, we ended up making it. It was fine. Um, but I also, <laughs> I wear a lot of hats and I agreed to be the stage manager. Oh no. Also. So I went from a 24 hour work day straight into show being the stage manager. And it was me and my wife's anniversary. Oh, and Cascade's our favorite DJ. So I was like, I brought her out, was going to bring her, you know, to come meet him, you know, hang out backstage and whatnot. So she was waiting at the hotel, you know, I'm telling her like, I'm not going to make it. I'll maybe I'll make it in an hour or two. Never made it. She ended up having, she came, we had a really good time. You okay, know, I yes. show, showed her around. We had a good time and stuff. We got to meet him. It all turned out good in the end. The show happened, but that it was the worst show of my entire life. Must have been really stressful. That yeah, um, yeah, but it worked. It worked. It got it, and I learned a lot from it, which is why Disco Trip went in so smooth this time. Is because I and you no know. and uh, Carl Cox was a little bit more smooth, and it's like okay, now I understand that venue and all the restraints and like constrictions and all that. I wouldn't even think there would be restrictions there, but well, yeah, because I mean, it's city. Yeah, city, I guess bro. I didn't even think about that. Oh, it's it's so. I, you couldn't do any heavy machinery forklifts, nothing, unless there's padding on the grass. Yeah, because they, they hold like a lot of wine festival things there, right? Well, no, and then I think, I think they do everything. The, the grass itself cannot hold heavy things. Like it's going to start to sink. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So you have to cover it. With all that money they have, they should just put turf. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> People don't care. But that's. <laughs> I still want to go back to like, first of all, why would you do that to yourself? Wear so many hats. Like, that's just, oh. did you, were you up for like 48 hours? How yeah, did you I even think, survive? I think total, because uh, well, I, I think total was like 36 hours. Yeah, because now you got to break down after after the show. I called reinforcements for the breakdown. <laughs> I called someone crying. I was like, yeah. I need help. I need, <laughs> I need back up. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That's crazy. I don't, did you attend that show? I don't, we yeah, didn't. I didn't we go didn't to that too. one. Yeah. No. I remember seeing it. Yeah, but I didn't. I'm not a Cascade kind of guy. Really? Oh, that's right. You're yeah. Get out of town, I'm a dubstep dude. guy. Sorry, dude. Ugh. That's funny. Women base. <laughs> yeah. But I definitely remember the Carl Cox show, and I I remember the spotlight. Mm -hmm. I actually think that besides like those little festivals, that was the first actual like show that I went to that we attended at Grand Park. Besides the little ones. I guess. Yeah. 
That was the first big one, and it was it was fun. How many people does does that fit? Oh, I think it depends on how many, how much of it they use. Probably like five thousand. But they they don't use. Well, I mean, because you had the the opposite way. Yeah, but for the Jay Z, they did. They had the steps. I'm talking about the steps that go up towards. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For the Jay Z, that that Budweiser tour, that whole tour, they had all the way to the top. Oh really? The streets were closed. Yeah, I thought the the stage was like on actual yeah, city hall. It was on city hall, and it faced oh, wow. up. Oh, it gave you like gotcha. a so if you were up by the fountain, you yeah, were like a see. stadium look. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, that's why I was in like America, right? Yeah, main America tour. So I mean, I wouldn't see why they wouldn't have done that for Cascade. Cascade draws a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, but I think maybe they wanted the more permits, of an, right? Uh, permits because you got to close that. That's a more intimate show. That's multiple streets that you got to close. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, multiple downtown LA streets. Yeah, but you know, <laughs> it yeah. costs more money when you have to do shit like yeah. that. Oh yeah, they got sure. the money. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they always say they don't, though. Yeah, Cascade, <laughs> Cascade, not in the budget. Cascade's the got budget. the money; he can close it down. <laughs> he closed on Hollywood, right? <laughs> did he? He got shut down in Hollywood for that EDC movie. Remember? Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, he did. Like, yeah, he promoted it. Like, oh, I'm gonna spin real quick in the front, and it was like. Thousands of people. That it, it was like in the street in like a van or something, right? And one of those buses, buses those yeah. tour buses, those. Oh, uh, oh, I think yeah. I remember seeing starlight buses. He was gonna DJ on top of it, and then it was like, oh yeah, like a love parade. Yeah, and it was like over. You know who's been doing a lot of that now is Diplo. Diplo's yes. been doing yeah. a lot of those like weird underground, pop just like little. random pop up spots. Because he can. I love yeah, it. Right? I think because he park. can do it. He's just kind of like money. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Let's do it. Fun. Um, what do you prefer, a festival or a concert? Ooh, probably to, festival. Outdoor indoors. To attend or to work? Um, to attend, now a concert. I think I'm done with my attending a festival. <laughs> I'm sure there's a festival. I'm sure there's a festival out there that if you got the, the like, all right, hey, you can come through. Which one is it? For sure. Uh, I don't know. I've never been a Burning Man. Oh, uh, that's one I want to go to. Uh, yeah, you knew. Let's go. Let's go. Man. He doesn't want to go. <laughs> he's, so. try, he's trying to get a whole team ready to go, bro. He's like <laughs> build a everybody whole. Everybody that's video. been coming on here that hasn't gone, he's like, "What's up? Let's go." <laughs> a we set need, times camp. Yeah, we there. need a set times camp. <laughs> <laughs> set he's even got. He's even got people that are like ten years in, and they're like, "Dude, we got you. We'll set you up right. <laughs> make, make sure you walk in right, not fucking like they're like OG burners. Yeah, yeah. you don't walk in as a newbie and you make the first mistake and they and, make sure you own your own cup yeah. and you have a bike. Oh yeah, they gave us a gang of tips. Oh yeah, yeah, but I think I I I've always wanted to go there, and then I want to do like if I had to pick a festival, I'd want to do like a Europe. Festival, I know festival. that'd be dope. Uh, you know, I think that would be. Fun, just something different. I think they do it different over there. They do. Have you seen the afterlife setups? I have. Oh, dude, they're game changing. And they, I feel like they popped out of nowhere. Right? Nowhere. They just came. They're like, what is this? Where yeah. is this? They at? were sitting. Like the tales of us, and like that whole label and everything just yeah, came they were, out. Like, they were sitting in a in their office just like this during pandemic, coming up with shit. That's what <laughs> happened. Dude, probably the, the way they branded like the upside down guy, guy. And so just like floating and stuff. Like, oh, super super cool. And but then, you know what's crazy is is like obviously they're very visual craziness but i don't feel like there's a lot of i don't know maybe it's just me because i don't know what the fuck it takes to to it doesn't seem like there's a lot of production there's a lot of the video walls right mm-hmm. it's just just the walls but other than that, less is more as i say yeah there does it doesn't seem like there's so much stuff or is it just I've, me i've kind of seen this trend going around designs right now whereas like a few years ago it's like how much shit can we put on this stage yeah 
we want a million movers. We want the biggest square video wall to showcase our crazy visuals. And now I'm seeing that it's like things are kind of shrinking down. Like they want to be like silhouette lit. They just or they want just like God backlight or more intimate. You, or yeah, a more an intimate, intimate look, or like, right? Or like this big portrait, you know, like the afterlife yeah. thing is like this big portrait thing and then perspective. And it's not so much about like what does the actual stage look like, but like let's involve the entire audience and make it a whole experience rather than just a show. I like that. What, what do you think? I like it. Yeah. I think it's cool as an artist. Yeah. I mean, you see a, a bunch of square video walls and a bunch of lights and, you know, you see that every so often, like every, every time you're on a show, you know, it kind of gets old. So to yeah. kind of freshen it up and give something new um, is always nice. A new change. spin, a new yeah. change. Yeah. Yeah. The one thing I do want to see, like how you guys are sending all that new shit that's coming out like that, that it's that uh, Eric Prids. Oh, the, oh, the, the hollow. Yeah, hollow. it's supposed to be coming on out here this year. Amazing. Yeah. yeah, they're doing it at Coachella, I think. Yeah, they yeah. are. Renee was talking about it when I when I seen him, and he was like, yeah, they're bringing it out. That so. team's really nice. They're good. I worked with them. They did the, they didn't bring like the whole hollow, but they did an Eric Pridge show at the, oh, it's a Factory 93 venue. His, his show. Hot Street. I was there. Street. Were you there? The one in downtown? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They didn't do all that. They didn't do all of that. Yeah, no. their, their team's really nice, though. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. All pretty cool people. Yeah, Ian was with them. Yep. Mm. Ian was with them that day, and uh, Renee, and somebody else. But yeah, it was, a, it was a really good show. I want to go see that. Yeah, I'll put it down, bro. I'm down. I'll go with you. I'll buy my ticket, dog. I really want to see they, it. Where are they playing here, um, besides yeah. Coachella? I don't know. I would want to see that for at the... Because it's just been in Europe right now, right? I think has it has it been here in the U.S. You know, I don't know. no, he's. It, I'm no. pretty sure they're going to premiere it mm. at Coachella. No, you know what? It has been here. I know it has been here. Have you ever done anything at Coachella? Um. So when I first got hired at Visions, I was like, I just worked as a tech, building like a side trust structure for some site stuff. Um. And then after that pandemic hit and there was no Coachella's oh. and then came back from pandemic and I didn't do the last Coachella but this year I'm in the works of bidding it out and see, nice. seeing what I can get all right so oh yeah maybe you'll good see my luck. face there this yeah. year we'll see good luck good luck I don't know yet yeah. <laughs> but hoping for it I'd good I'd right, I'm we're putting it out there yeah we're, we're manifesting it right now gotta try to spread my eggs out a little bit yeah you know, all, all in one basket <laughs> Do you do you ever create any content that you see on video? Well, do you know how to do that or no? You know, I dabbled with it for a little bit, but I just put all my focus in lighting. Um, so I can like I can create the video walls themselves to like make the arrays or the squares or the geometric shapes or whatever. But as far as the actual visual content itself, it's a uh, that goes to another company. Gotcha. Because that's a whole other yeah, ball beast. game. Yeah. So you're the guy that handles the Sharpie lights, right? Yeah, exactly. Fuck yeah, that's dope. Yep, I'm the one that. Do you program all the the moving heads? Mm -hmm. Is your house set up like that for for Christmas? <laughs> for, you know what? Everyone always is like, "When are you going to start doing that? When are you going to start doing that?" And you're like, and I have time and extra money to do it. I guess. Right. <laughs> like, I do it for work. I don't want to do it when I go home. Yeah. But yeah, it, teach I mean, one of your little cousins to do it. Dog, set it up. Right? When I get there, I'm just going to program it. I mean, I do. You have a few little brothers maybe i'll just teach them and put them to work yeah <laughs> yeah that I, when i started seeing the sharpies i was tripping the fuck out on that like what, what's a sharpie it's, a, it's like a, it's a the, the beam yeah and it's just okay. fucking like it doesn't go like that it's like a straight a straight line, line. yeah, yeah it's just light. a straight bright beam of light 
All right. So those got really popular like 2007. Yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. That's yep. when they came out. And then everything started replicating that. And that's when all those like these big stages started becoming really popular because they had these huge arrays of all these beams of light kind of like lasers but yeah but yeah, it's light light i mean i seen it the first time i seen it was on an excision show like he had the whole fucking screen was like followed by those be- so every time so it fucking sh- moved the lasers moved that motherfucker moved with it like <laughs> it was dope and i was like those are some badass lights Interesting. Yeah. so i have a i like to as as an i like to see the artist up there I like oh, to yeah. actually, I want to know what they're doing. I want to uh-huh. see them dancing. Do artists ask you for them to be black as hell? Because sometimes you can't, you don't see them. Yes. Y- they do. Some, peop- some artists do and some artists don't care. Some artists don't like the lights in their eyes because they can't see. Yeah, uh, but that that which- comes down to us. Like it doesn't have to do to his stage setup because he can have that light up there. But I've always had it to where they come and tell me like, "Hey, turn those lights off." Yeah, like, and then the next you're, you're artist, the closest to them. Yeah, right? and then yeah. the next guy is like, "Hey, turn those lights on," yeah. because I want to be seen. So it's a, I think it's more the artist preferring that. Yeah, yeah. it is. Like it makes me crazy where it's like it's black. I don't see. I don't see what's I think going on. It goes with their show, right? Like that's what they're more like. It, uh, it they say it does, but like what I learned is, people paid to come see yeah. you. Right, so I learned Thank as a lighting you. designer, yeah. d- designer, you light the money, like you light what people want to see. Thank you. Um, so if people or if an artist doesn't like front light, blinding front light, then usually I'll throw in a backlight or you know some back side light. So at least there's some sort of silhouette around him. People can kind of see him, and he's not fully black, blacked yes. out. Um, but there are a lot of artists that hmm. don't like it. How dare them? <laughs> well, it, it, it it's because I mean. We're up there. I and they, they're see. like, hey, I can't see the CDJs. And I'm like, well, I'll tell them to turn it down. No, no, just turn it off. Yeah. yeah. And then at yeah. the same time, it's kind of like, bro, they're, I mean, I'm up there too. Like, dude, they're trying to see you. Like, yeah. But yeah. they're like, no, no, it's it's in my face and I can't see the CDJs. So. I mean, I get, yeah. But then there's other ways of lighting them. It doesn't have to yeah, be Yeah, sometimes they come from the side and like you said, the backlight. Yeah. And I mean, usually the backlight's always on. Yeah. There's, I mean, they're also DJs and not like a Beyonce performer or a, you know, someone that needs yes. light all be around lit. because they're dancing around and doing a whole performance. Like they're up there doing their DJ stuff. So they don't necessarily need like probably feel like they need to be lit all the time. Um, and I, th- I know other people could just like feel uncomfortable, like uh, even though they're playing in front of a you know, hundred thousand people or something like that, they feel uncomfortable. Yeah. Turn off the lights. I don't want anybody to see me. Yeah. I be I'm over here baking like a rotisserie chicken, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Those things get hot. Oh, dude, I I uh, I've burned some audio speakers before. Oh, really? Oh, really? Oh, yeah, I left I left like a position on. Didn't realize that it was like pointed in the back of audio speaker. Oh, come yelling! That at happened me. to me. It's smoking! It's smoking! Move your lights! Oh, that happened shit. to me, and I got in trouble. Yeah. Oh my god, really? Oh yeah, they're that are, hot. They're that hot. Yeah, they're bright. They're bright. Oh bright. my god! Well, I don't know if who. If you it leave was. it long enough, it's just gonna fuck it up. That happened to me. Oh, it happened to me on the CDJ. <laughs> Nobody was there, all right? Nobody. No audio, no lighting. I stacked up all the CDJs on top of the, the the deck, like, you know, from the stairs up. Yeah. And I walked away, started setting up all my cables. People started showing up, and it didn't click. <clears throat> Wall turned on, 
I didn't click, bro. I was getting all the cables. I started picking up the CDJs, and there was one CDJ right under a fucking a Sharpie. Just, uh, it just melted? Bro, it melted where the, uh, what's that one on the fader. right? Fader. No, the one that, the BP, that slows it down. What's it yeah. called? Yeah, the fader, right? Pitch Out, control. Pitch yeah. control. That thing was all melted. The buttons were all pushed in, and I was sitting there like, oh. It was fuck. like it was left in the sun. I was like, fuck. And I, I had told Gasper, I was like, hey, dude, I, I don't know. I'm my bad. I'm, I, I'm, I'm speechless, but I fucked it up. They're like, nah, someone, I don't know, was in the wait, box wait, like wait, this. I, I pulled it out. Like, nah, bro, bro, that thing was sizzling, bro. Like, whoa. Yeah, but I guess it, uh, Gasper has said that on our trip, we have another, uh, like, shell. Like, we have several shells that are the boards are damaged and they'll just, just put them on. But luckily, the board was fine. It was but just a yeah, powder. the buttons were like fucked. And I was sitting there like, yeah, yeah, that's crazy. Who knew that they'd get that hot? I, I didn't know. <laughs> I mean, he knows because he uses those those tools and that's yeah. his tools. But I was sitting there like, fuck, this shit just burned it. <laughs> like, I understand a laser because the lasers burned me before right here in the back. Really? Yeah, I, I didn't know I was standing right behind a laser box. And then I was like looking at like, what the fuck? Like, Start smelling your hair burning? Yeah, and then I felt <laughs> it like, I was like, oh shit, this is like right here. But yeah, man, that shit's crazy, dude. That's It's funny that he said that. I was like, fuck, that happened to me. <laughs> do you guys do lasers too? Um, I've done lasers in the past. So before, when I did my little like freelance stint for a little bit, um, I did, I picked up lasers during that time and I've done it every now and then, but now mainly I like source it out to somebody else, mm-hmm. uh, cause I don't have lasers myself and I haven't kept up with like the programming side of lasers. So usually we have, uh, there's a few good people in the industry that I'll go with. It's crazy because in my head it's like one big department, but it's, it's not several multiple departments. Yeah. Yeah. Like, uh, like he, he, like two jobs are here. Uh, there's like three jobs right here. Yeah. That's great. Like, it to me, it's like lighting is lighting is visuals. It's all one big, but oh, yeah, it's broken down. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Have you been on tours? Like, um, I haven't been on a bus tour. Mm-hmm. I've been on a lot of flying one-off tours. Okay, where you go, you know, weekend warrior type stuff. So you're you're there Thursday through Sunday, and then you come back on Monday and take Tuesday, I think Wednesday. I'd rather off. do something like that than a bus tour. Yeah. Do you want to do a bus tour? Not anymore. I mean, when I was younger, you know, that's oh, like, that's like the golden. Like, oh, you're only oh. 26. Oh, yeah. I'm 30. <laughs> <laughs> that, that is definitely a young person. Yeah. yeah. I'd want to do it. I, mean, I would want to. Even at this age, <laughs> at my weekend? age, I wouldn't mind doing it just to be like, fuck yeah, I was on a bus tour, homie. Like For like two months? No, 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 no. Maybe like three weeks. About <laughs> two weeks. I miss my wife and my kids, but like maybe well, a few weeks, like. I would, I mean, I would want to knock it out. Like just, it's just another, like off the bucket. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Yeah. I mean, yeah, it, I it was that. a goal of mine. Um, but now it's just like, there's too much, too much stuff on the plate to be out of pocket and out of commission for two months. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah. It, it's still crazy to me. I never really thought about it until we started doing the podcast that like b- tours break down and set up nightly. Mm-hmm. Like that's, you know, you just you go to a concert and you think, okay, great, and you don't realize that that this whole concert is going to be in another city tomorrow night. Tomorrow, yeah, it's set insane. up for a that brand new crazy. set of people. Yeah, yeah, that's it. You know, I didn't start thinking about that until we started this podcast. So. Well, when you have money, you have two two uh two semis going. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you know, one ahead of each other. Like, 
That's crazy. Yeah, that's when you got money and you're an A-list artist, I guess. <laughs> and I a whole wonder, production. I wonder if like Roger Water does that. I know. Uh, I, I like, just saw the Rammstein show. Ooh, how was that? Oh, it was so epic. I heard it was fun. So so cool. It was huge. Really? It was really, and then that wasn't even the big one. Like they have, have a bigger one. So yeah. they have it's the same design, but they have like the European one and the one out here. And then I guess the European one is like even taller and even bigger, more fire, more stuff because they can do st- more stuff over there. And this one was still it was still massive. I'm surprised they didn't burn the fucking Coliseum down. <laughs> is that where it was? Yeah, yeah I'm pretty sure the Coliseum's like, yeah, fuck it, bring all the fire you want, dude. We need money. Oh, I mean, <laughs> like they had like fire backpacks on. They're like spraying each other with fire, dude. Like they Whoa. were doing some really cool Whoa. stuff. Yeah. yeah, there was a video. They he was like a, like a fairy, right? A fairy? He was hanging. And he had fire? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. It, it, like, shoots out from Yeah, so he was hanging, bro. They lifted him up, and he was like, yeah, like fire I mean, wings. I said a fairy because he looked like... <laughs> I was like, like a fairy? <laughs> <Rom> <laughs> film. I don't know. He looked like Tinkerbell up there on fire, bro. More like a dragon. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> looked like Tinkerbell on fire, bro. That's what it was. <laughs> a fairy. My bad, my bad. I mean, yeah, the Tinkerbell's a fairy, right? Yeah. No. Roms- yeah. A Rammstein fairy. A Rammstein, <laughs> Rammstein fairy. <laughs> I gotta look that up. I know. Oh, it's a really cool production. Really, really cool. And you just went to go. You didn't have. Yeah, that one I actually went uh, as an attendee. That was one of the shows. Do you catch yourself like critiquing stuff? Yes. Oh, I just I, I hate it. I hate it too. Yeah, I was but just I can't ask, help can it. Yeah, I can't. Yeah. Enjoy yourself as an attendee. I can, if I'm really, really into it. Um, and know, if it's a I good show, if it's a good show, but I'll, I'm still looking at it. Like, I don't know. My brain just functions that way. I'm like yeah. walking down the street. I'm like, Oh, that stoplight is green. Yeah. Green and oh, <laughs> that's cool. I'm going to write that down real quick. Yeah. Like my, um, I'm always seeing things in light, which is kind of weird, but, um, <laughs> seeing things in light. I like that. Yeah. <laughs> Besides Coachella, where do you see yourself in the future? Ooh. Mm, I really want to design an arena tour. Oh. That's my next goal. Like uh, SoFi? Yeah. Well, yeah. oh, just like. Like a breakdown like a, setup. Like a, a tour, like get, get a mainstream artist that's going to do like an American arena tour and be the designer for something like that. That's That's a long-term goal of mine. So have you worked with actual... Um, it, Somebody who's not from electronic music, like an uh, actual artist. Hmm. No, no. Uh-huh. I think everything's been electronic so far, which is why I'm trying to diversify myself. Yeah, a little we gotta bit. get you out there. Yeah. Gotta see what else is out there. You could there. you could still do uh, EDM in arenas. There's a there's a well, bunch yeah. of guys doing arena tours. Well, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Subtronics yeah. just announced his, and he's at the Kia Forum. Kia, yeah. Kia Forum. Mm-hmm. You know, and then you got fucking Excision at the Thunderdome, and then he's. Somewhere in Milwaukee at the other fucking dome, and mm. I think I'll have better luck in the EDM world at the moment than like trying to venture into like mainstream artist world. We'll, trip, we'll, put, the, still, we'll uh, put it out there. We'll put it out yeah, there. God, All right, like yeah. <laughs> like, get at my boy Dallas, homie. Hook you up. <laughs> He's you got, got the design. You man. gotta have a budget. You gotta have a number, bro. Cause <laughs> free. At I least s- give him a number so you know what he so he knows yeah. what he has to work with. Numbers yeah. and expectations. Yeah, I can go from there. I was looking at your Instagram. It looks like you've done a lot of stuff at the Palladium. Yes. I love the Palladium. Love, it's is that favorite. your backyard? It's my backyard. I you know, it's, it's so venue. small. I love that. But place. you can fit so much stuff on there. Yeah. I love that venue. It's such a cool venue. The people there are awesome. The stagehands there. It's like a 
uh, training local 33 house. So everyone there is like in the training process and so so new and eager, new and eager. Exactly. And then you have the old guys there that are just like telling them what to do. Yeah. So they're always really safe. They're always like, let me do this. They still let you work, you know, and touch things, which some houses don't. Um, but they like take care of you. The people, the management there is awesome. Um, and I just love doing shows there. It's always a good vibe. But yeah, it's like a, a nice intimate venue, but not too intimate. But it's also not like crazy big where you get lost. Yeah, it's big I love that small. venue. Yeah. Every time I go to a show there, dude, I always run into an artist like up top. And there's like, they treat you just like, you know, hey, what's up, dog? Like, oh, shit. You know, like not, not like, hey, bro, get Get back, get back. Yeah, get back. Yeah, every show that we've attended there has always been so much fun. We always have a great, great time there. I have nothing but positive, good memories from that venue. Yeah. yeah. We haven't been to a show there in a long time, but... It's been a minute. Yeah. yeah. For me, it has too. It's like festivals have just been so rampant lately. Like, I haven't had a break from them to be able to go back there. Yeah. Well, that was from you sitting at home. Yeah. That's why that ramp up came up. Yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yeah, the Palladium. I did the last show I did in there was for uh, DJ Diesel for Shaq. Nice. And that was a. Uh, I think that's probably one of my favorite shows that I've designed to date. That was a lot of fun. I think I saw. He was like the- in the center, right? Yeah. So I put him. It wasn't Shaq's house, or was that Shaq? Uh, it was Shaq's All Stars. Okay. Yeah, Shaq's All Stars. During All Star yeah. game, All Star season, All Star weekend, right? I don't. I don't. Maybe. Pretty sure. <laughs> it was. Maybe. Yeah. Sure. We'll just say it was. Yeah. Totally. <laughs> Fucking Shaq. Uh, <laughs> But yeah, when I talked with his team, they were, they were like, well, I asked him, like, what is your creative inspiration? What does he want? He's like, he wants to look like God. That's what they told me. All right. Like, All right, cool. So I took that and I was like, well, let's put this big man, seven foot man up above everybody so everyone can see him. So I put him on a seven foot riser on the stage, wrap that riser. Oh, yeah, wrap that riser in video. So there's video on all sides of it. He was up there and then I had like a, a jumbotron type video on the top. And at the beginning of the show when like the openers were playing and whatnot, it was closed. So it just looked like one big cube. And then when he went on, he went up there. No one could see that he went up there because the cube was closed. And then when he started, we raised the top half of the cube. Oh, wow. And had lights on him. So he had his arms out and looked like, like God. God. Like, like Surprise! That motherfucker always comes out to the Undertaker just fucking track, and he wants to be God. <laughs> oh. Yeah, it was cool. That was a really fun show, and it was He's crazy a very to nice see guy. him like He's super cool. feet in the air. <laughs> you got to work with him? Yeah, I worked with him a couple times. Yeah, yeah. When I met him, I was like, "This motherfucker's dope." Oh man, I wish I got to meet him. What they said? They were like, "Oh yeah, you, you'll get to meet him." And then strikes started happening. And then by the time I got like back there, he was like, he, he was, was out there. Yeah, yeah. He's quick on that. Yeah, no, yeah, no, quick. no need for him to stay around and like, yeah. hang out backstage and stuff. You know. Yeah, he ain't. That I've seen him go into the crowd and like hang out with people and like chill. Nah, but when he's done, usually he splits. Well, after. Yeah, I mean because but, he he rolls with an entourage and they mm-hmm. just split to go. Like, you gotta remember this guy's like. He doesn't need the money, bro. He doesn't need to. He just does it. He doesn't me. need to make more fame. He, that guy's just like. Have you seen right, the videos of him in like the in the audience at like? Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Yeah. yeah. Um, there's a picture of Rocky in him uh, at um, Avalon. Avalon. Rocky looks like a midget <laughs> compared to. I him. literally had I raised my hand, took a picture, and it reached just the top of his head. Wow. Like yeah. you took crazy. a picture with him? No. I, took a, I was behind him. Oh, because I was DJ teching for him. Oh, 
He looks no, like a I, midget. I took a, pic- I took a picture with that fool, and I was like, like right here, oh, yeah. up to his waist, probably. Yeah, but I helped pick him up at uh, EDC. That fool is not that heavy for being so tall. Yeah, for being so tall. Like we picked him up. Like he bet his uh, manager. I bet y'all fools can't pick me up. He what? pulled out a hundred, and his manager's like, bet. And he fucking, come on, everybody, everybody. It was like six of us. And we picked them up. And I was like, this fool ain't really that heavy. Like, was this at EDC last year? Yeah, EDC. Were you were you on stage when that guy tried to uh, get on stage and Lurker tackled him down? No, no. I was at the other stage. Oh. Okay. It was at uh, Cosmic Metals. Oh, right? Cosmic That's Metal. what it's called? Yeah. Yeah, I don't know the fucking name. The Onion. <laughs> call it the, the Onion. The Onion. The French Onion. My friend. But yeah, I, I remember about that Larry in that stage. Yeah. Yeah. That was crazy. That's the football move. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, they they ran into Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> Larry Goldberg. Yeah. But yeah, dude, Shaq's dope, man. Like, yeah. his whole camp. Real nice, nice people. That, that must have been exciting for you to do his uh, stage and all that. It was all really exciting. It was pretty cool. And he's, uh, I'm not going to lie, he's impressed me. Yeah. Like, he's not one of those celebrity DJs that's a celebrity. Like, yeah. He's, he's doing it up he's there. He's fucking pushing buttons, working it, yeah. making it work. And he came for, like, sound check and stuff and checked really? things out. Yeah. Yeah, it was That's cool. what I thought. I was like, oh, I mean, you know, he's he knows how to DJ, yes. But I didn't expect what he was doing. He was doing routines. Mm-hmm. And I was up there like, oh, shit. Oh, nice. Like, this fool's really taking the time to learn this shit and do it. He's, like, passionate about it. Yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. He's passionate about it. That guy's got his hands on everything. everything. He does oh, everything. Yeah. yeah, doesn't he own the insurance companies too and Geico. pizza companies? Didn't he oh, buy Papa know. John's? John's yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good for him. Good for him. I don't know how he, how he has so much time in the day. Right? <laughs> I can barely like, get what I need to get done. Right? <laughs> struggling over it. people working for him, man. Yeah, I guess so. Yeah, because I remember at Escape last year, not no, the year before that, they had three vans for him. And, just his people and I, yeah and then I, I had asked his manager like what's up with all these people he's like all the people that work for him wow yeah huh? yeah all the people that work it for takes him. a village it does yeah i mean he's yeah. got a lot of people behind his back and then he's successful yeah, yeah. Well, good for him that's up to him yeah definitely 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 so i like to ask this question of all our guests towards yeah. the end what does music mean to you Um, it's time to get intimate. Yeah, that's deep right there. Um, hmm. music means to me it's like a it's like my quiet time. Oh, really? Yeah, like I can, like people like to listen to like talk shows or podcasts or you know they like to read or whatever to have quiet time. Like when I listen to music, it's just like gets me in a in a zone. Okay, I can focus. Um, on the more like fun side of things, you know, I think music is just like a really good outlet. Yes. It's your uh, getaway. Yeah, yeah. It's a getaway. Shut uh, everything out. Uh-huh. That's dope. You know, there's like, you know, when you're, when your favorite song pops on and for some reason it just like lines up with how you're feeling that day and like everything kind of aligns. You're just like, wow, that's, that's cool. Yeah. <laughs> like why did that song hit so hard today and it didn't hit that yeah. hard yesterday? But I think that's what, do you feel when you're listening to music like that and you're in your zone, you get more of your creativity out? Yes. On your designs? Oh yeah. Definitely. Like there's there's some times where I'm like, I'll be at my at my house designing, you know, by myself. Good song comes on and all of a sudden I just realize I'm like rocking out like 
working so fast on the computer, just going at full 110% speed. And it all works. Yeah, and it all is going good. And I'm like, it's just on this roll, you know? And so it does help, I think. Absolutely. For, for me, it yeah. does. Yeah. For me, it yeah. gives no, you energy. I agree. Yeah. It's energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's happened to me. Sometimes. Motivation. When I'm like trying to design shit and I'm trying to work on shit, like, you know, putting pictures together, and I'm like, I'm not feeling it. And then I just throw on some tracks, and then I'm just like, not even five minutes later, and it all lines up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's dope. I think, uh, Stemming from when I was like a little raver kid, it was always, we would always talk about like, oh, everyone's here for this one collective reason. And that's to listen to this awesome music and be together. And like, it doesn't matter where you come from or who you are or what you are or anything. We're all here arm in arm, like enjoying this moment in time, listening to this music and stuff like that. So I, I think love that's, it. That's it's a, powerful. It is. It is. powerful. Mm-hmm. I don't think we realize how powerful, I mean, we do, but... <sighs> I mean, well, well, not you, man, because you're over here skipping tracks like 30 seconds in. <laughs> next, <laughs> next, next. But it's true. I mean, even back then, like I, I feel like maybe back then it was a little more heartfelt. Right now it's a little saturated. People. Yeah, because everything sounds almost the same now and then. No, no, not so much that. Is There's this one track. Much. There's this one track. You know what is what. But you don't know what is what. You I know just the strut like the original one. What I, the fuck? What yeah. the fuck? <laughs> I feel like we have a lot of that. We have a lot of that. Yeah. Where you they're just in it because it's trendy, not so much you love the music. Definitely. So but there's but, always those good, like nice little finds. Yes. But even not that you know, you listen to like a Journey song or something. It oh, takes absolutely. you back to like a you know moment in time you're hanging out with your mom or you know mm-hmm. whatever doing something i love that there's nothing yeah. like that brings you back to like a specific memory in your memory life. yeah or a time in your life when you were like five six whatever it may be you know what's funny is the other day you guys were talking about uh blondie yes i went home and i listened to i i only had that one cd and then my dad I don't know. I think he got it from like Columbia House. <laughs> nice. You know, it was like those fucking CDs. Yeah. And and I, he's he's like he just got it because the girl looked pretty on the cover, but had no idea what the fuck the music was. And I remember you when you guys were talking about it. I was like, I went home and I looked for it, and I was like, dude, I used to play. I don't I don't know the name of it, but I knew it was the track number two on that fucking CD. <laughs> and I played it so much that I fucking scratched the CD. <laughs> yeah, like because the CD, I wouldn't even take it out. It's one of those. 24 CD changes back in the day. Mm-hmm. And, and I fucked it up and I would play it so much. And then when you guys were talking about it, uh, our last podcast, I went home and I listened to it and I was like, it totally took me back to yeah. when I was sitting in the living room, like, fuck yeah, I'm gonna play this shit. Like, yeah. It's crazy. What song was it? I don't know the name. Oh. I'll send it to you though. Yeah. yeah. I'm curious. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was, uh, oh, it was probably a little. Great. She'll be at Coachella. Probably a little fairy for me, you know? <laughs> I Taking hope, you back. I hope we'll be at Coachella. We'll see. We'll see. Damn. Give me on the list. House and Coachella. Y'all live in the desert. Give me on the list. I do love the desert. I do. Do you see yourself? Where do you see yourself going? Do you want to stay what you're doing? Do you have like an end goal of like, I want to be? Um, right now, I'm pretty happy where I'm at. Um, I think my end goals are just going to be continue to grow you know continue to grow and go down this path get more clients yeah make more memories have good shows uh bigger and better crazier yeah have a bigger team yeah i think it can can be the whole paradox team you know 
And I, I like that you, you're you into possibly less is more too. Like you don't have to be more on top and more on top and more. The more lights, the better kind of thing. So it comes from the, the budgets too. It's like, oh, you don't have that much budget. Let's like, oh. make it more artsy. Yeah. artsy yeah. <laughs> okay, I was just going to say, it's a little more art. Yeah, artsy. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah, because 10 lights are running an extra 20 grand. <laughs> yeah, I can't, I don't even know like how expensive those things are. It's not your uh, shopping at Ross prices, you know? Yeah, I bet. On your Instagram, I love how you give everybody credit. Mm. You like... You mm -hmm. I did of, notice that. I love that. I love it. It takes an army. It does. It takes an army. And I don't want people just thinking it's just me out there. Yeah. You know? So I do always try to give credit to where it's due, um, especially with the people that help me out you know, building it and, you know, doing all the, a bunch of heavy lifting and all of that. It does take a lot of people to put everything but, together. Yeah. It, it That's takes, dope. Yeah. I like that. With being with the four, four wall, do you have like, you know, it's a huge company, but do you have like a, uh, a group of guys that you work with or is it just, yeah. So after pandemic, you know, everyone kind of like fell off. And then now that things have ramped back up, we've been able to hire on like a road staff crew. So I have like a group of guys that I take to all the festivals that we. That's of, your team. That's my team. That that's we, your squadron. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just kind of, it's like a tour. It's like a festival tour, pretty much. We're just going from one festival to the next. To how the many? Next how many guys? Um, I mean, right now. There's no more slots, Rocky. Don't don't need to <laughs> Damn, it. <laughs> Damn it! Right now, the full time people that I'm working with are probably like six. Okay. Six people. Good team. Uh, Plus you seven. And, and is there another group of like you guys doing something else somewhere else or? Yeah. So they're all, I also have like, in, in addition to the uh, full-time staff at four wall, like we'll have freelancers and a lot of those freelancers we've worked with for like the last five, 10 years. And so they're a, a base of people that I bring out to every show when I need more, more people on the crew, but then they're also doing, you know, other stuff. And yeah. And he can. brings out, he brings out barbecue. Yeah. Yeah, dog. Really? A countdown. Yeah. He had his whole grill going. Yeah, we got a smoker and a grill. Yeah. I was sitting there like, this motherfucker set up right here. <laughs> he was at uh he was at Llama stage. Uh the basement stage with Chris Holland. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. We get uh we get we have a whole kitchen box now. We've been yeah. adding to it. It's just funny because I parked it and it said Dallas on it. <laughs> and I was like, damn motherfuckers cooking and everything. Yeah. Uh, so you're into smoking. Yeah. Oh, I got into smoking meats over uh over pandemic time. Nice. Nothing to do all day. What do you so. have? Pellets? Huh? Do you do pellet or you uh, uh no, just uh straight fire. Straight firewood. Yeah. yeah. So oh, I had like uh I had a an electric barbecue or gas barbecue on one side and then charcoal on one side and then like the smoker attachment. The little side. Yeah. So I just put everything in the smoker attachment and smoke. Do that. You can do that at a, at, a, at a festival though because you're there for hours, bro. Yeah. yeah. That's what you can't do it at home because he ain't home no more. <laughs> I know. It sucks. That's you, awesome. You, you, once you go electric, you'll never go back. Yeah. An well, electric well I'm on pellets, bro. I'm on oh pellets and I, I'm starting when I get home tonight. I'm starting and I'm putting it's in two briskets in. and then you just do it overnight. You don't have to worry about it, huh? I'm gonna, no, I wake up, oh, yeah. spritz it, and then like it won't be probably done till like one o'clock tomorrow. It's a game changer. Yeah. Because you don't have to fuck with the wood constantly and the heat and the high and the low and the, the oh. But I respect like yes. the, a fire, dude. Yeah. Like there's nothing yeah. like it. It I is it's kind of it's, it's like a purist. Yeah, it's pure. No, I wanted sure. to get into it, bro. I did. And mm. then I thought like it's I talked so to everybody and they were like 
you got time to sit out exactly. there? Exactly. Well, during pandemic, when there well, was you nothing did. to do. Well, yeah, I yeah. bought my trigger during pandemic, but I was like, "Fuck, this is it." Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Once you go electric, you're like, "This is so fucking." Yeah. Easy. I would, I would go out there in the morning, and then by like. Five o'clock when it's done, I'd be like nine beers deep, just drinking beers <laughs> yeah. out there, barbecuing all day. I'm not gonna lie though, I do want a Franklin uh, fucking smoker though. What's a Franklin? I don't know. Yeah, I don't Franklin know. fucking. Big Franklin. Yeah, the big Franklin. Uh, what is it like? Barrel? Like, what's yeah, it it's huge. It's fucking huge, bro. Oh, yeah? Like a whole cow type thing. No, it's like a trailer. Oh. Uh, yeah. Why? I want that. They have different sizes. Yeah, they have a smaller one, but yeah. I would want it when I buy my house. So I can be like, so you'll put your filet mignon in it? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll cook. I like to cook. Yeah. And I mean, dude, I'm being like, I want it. And then I'm going to have pool parties. You know? ah, What's your favorite type of meat to cook? Mm, ribs. Ribs. Ooh, I, I love I ribs. I had them at ribs. <laughs> ribs are my favorite. I can't do it. No? I burn them all really? the time. Really? They're super easy. It's because I walk away, nothing? bro. I, wa- I walk away. It's either I walk away or I put too much butter or too much fucking sugar. You can never and, have too much butter. Oh, no, you fucking can. They, huh? They turn fucking black. I was sitting there like, what the fuck? Yeah, cover them. I did. They're, they're wrapped. They're wrapped in foil. And I walked away like 20, 30 minutes maybe. And I come back. Your fire's too hot. 225. Wow, that's weird. Mm. Yeah. You ever done No, that? but I think what it was, it, 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 they were dripping. All the fire was coming up. Yeah, and it kept fucking. Oh, out. It was, I was like, see, again, your fire's too hot. Yeah, yeah, but I was sitting there like, fuck these ribs, man. <laughs> ribs but, are actually easy yeah. to but do. But beef ribs, I'll knock them out of the park, homie. Yeah, yeah. I like about dino part. ribs. Ooh, I spend the money on some dino ribs. Have you ever done? Uh, have you ever done like a coffee rub? No. Ooh, Ooh. never tried that. So you buy it. Look up a coffee rub recipe, and you put it on like a tri tip or something like that. That is good. It's like All the right. earthy tones of the coffee mixed with like a, and you like mix it with like brown sugar. And What's your salt. next show you're doing? The next show I'm doing. <laughs> you want to see? No, no, no. I'll, Let's I'm gonna, do he's it. Gonna bring me. I want to take some. Uh, well, last year, last EDC, I took uh jerky. I made some beef jerky, jalapeno, oh, yeah. pepper. Mm, so I mean, right. I'll just fucking make some. Hey, dog, here, try this shit out. I think the next show well, I'm going to Okeechobee. Oh, you lucky motherfucker! Yeah, I love that show. It's my favorite show ever. We've oh, never nice. been favorite yeah. festival of really of all time. Yeah. Were you out there with Brady in the last one when it got shut down? Yeah, I was. I've been out there. How was that living out there, bro? You guys run a trailer, right? Or like great. RV? Yeah, it's great. It's great. So I love it. Like we're out in the middle of nowhere. It's on this huge venue lot of just like Florida trees, grass. There's no service. You're living in an RV with all your friends and we're out there for like 10, 10 days. Uh, you, you know, you bike through the jungle to your stage. That's fucking you know, crazy. You probably like that. I would like that. Such a fun experience. And then like after work, you know, instead of going to your hotel, you're in your hotel by yourself. Like we're all coming back to the RV, cracking beers, having a campfire, talking, you know, talking shooting about the shit. The day, shooting the shit. Exactly. And then the, the festival itself is just really different. Like it's, kind of it's not like Coachella where it's like so big but it has like all these different types of artists and they have they put a lot of curation into like the styles of music on all the stages and then there's just so many like art installations and like hidden art installations and like trippy shit that you can go walk around and is it kind of like in a forest kind of sort of yeah oh okay it's on like this you big said a jungle. it's like a swamp no yeah it's like a big swampy area but like the venue itself is like all green grass but they have like 
a, a, a gator lake. You know, because yeah, I remember yeah, seeing pictures like, of from Bagel, and they looked like they had like a, a fucking chairs all and a sort of campfire and shit. Those mm-hmm. right guys are camping. Oh, we yeah, went, we like, went fishing. There's like a there's what? like all these bodies of water. So on our breaks, we would like we went to Walmart, got fishing poles, we went caught fish. How back. cute. Yeah, it was a lot. It's a lot of fun. That's my favorite festival. Do you have a smoker yeah, there? Get on that shit. Uh, we didn't have a smoker, but we did barbecue. Yeah, we got ourselves like a little like. Yeah, because I heard that was the only way for you to like really survive out there because they would do uh, Walmart runs. Yeah. And they would like literally buy all this shit to stay there. Yeah, I mean, they have catering, but no one really goes to catering three catering. times a day every day. Yeah. Catering, uh, yeah. catering, uh, yeah, for ten days catering, straight, uh, three times yeah, the, a day. Catering. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I appreciate the caterers out there. Yes, don't get me wrong. There, there are some good ones. Yeah. There are, but then there there's, are a lot of bad ones. There's a lot of bad ones. But no, even the good ones, you, you know, ten days straight, three yeah. day, three meals a day, just gets a little redundant. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. I'd rather sometimes just make a sandwich at home or at, in the RV. Yeah, exactly. Something so simple. But uh, but yeah, after Okeechobee, I have Beyond Wonderland. Yeah, I won't be uh, able to. No, uh, I'm, that's my daughter's birthday. I can't go. Ah, uh, gotcha. When is that? ABC. Is that March? March twenty fifth yeah. and twenty six, twenty four, twenty five. Is that at? Where is that at? Nas. The Nas. Yep. The only one that's at the Glen Helen is uh, Nocturnal. That's it. They don't have anything. And no, are they moving hard over there? I don't think they are. No hard. Hard was at Nas last yeah. year. Yeah. No, but they used to have it up there. Yeah, they used to have it at what, Fontana? The Race Fontana track? and the racetrack. Yeah, and then yeah. they had it up there too at Glen Helen. I don't think it's ever been at Glen yeah. Helen. I think it was before they switched ownerships. Oh, okay. They had that, Their last event was up there because it's a Live Nation venue. Mm. And then they moved it and then it went to the racetrack. Fontana. Yeah. We did two at the racetrack and then we went to. That was a shit show. I didn't like it. That was all right. I just I didn't like the setup on the stages. Like you had the two big ones, and then you had all the little ones off to the side. Like it kind of it didn't tense. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it was like, what's so hard about this? Like it didn't feel. <laughs> what's so hard about this? <laughs> no, no. But you get what I'm saying. Like it didn't give you a fest. It just looked like a bunch of tents. Yeah, like, pretty um. much. Now the, the setup how we did it this year, I was like, fuck yeah, this is dope. Like, yeah, I like I like it at the Nas. I think the fucking concrete jungle. They just have that venue down now, you know. Yeah, they know it's. They've been using there. that fucking venue forever. forever. What will you be doing at Beyond? Uh, I will be on the Factory ninety three stage with Bagel. Okay. Ooh, nice. Love so you'll, bagel. you'll probably have yeah. uh, RS one Ricardo. Yeah, go have RS one. Yeah, yeah, that one will be fun. I always like doing Bagel stages. Those are those are ones where you can like actually go on stage and have a good, have a good time. That's why you like that stage. Yeah. <laughs> I would fucking panic, bro. Like, get the fuck out of here, man. <laughs> Everybody trying to touch the DJ. I went to the one in Mexico was like that. Yeah. At the EDC Mexico. And I was up there helping out the, the Mexican techs. Mm-hmm. And the Mexican techs. I, <laughs> I was looking for them food. Like, where the fuck are these fools at? Like, and I kept asking the, uh, yeah, it was Bagel. Uh-huh. I kept asking Bagel, like, hey, where did it taste? I don't know, bro. They fucking disappeared, like, bro. They were chilling, like, like right next to the fucking, and it was local dice playing. They're like right next to the fucking DJ without their fucking, like, you know, the shit, so you can stand out as a fucking as an employee. Yeah, and they were fucking. <laughs> They're just chill, raving. Yeah, like, uh, and I'm just like, hey, wait, what the fuck? And I was like, 
You got all scared, and I was <laughs> like, <laughs> what the fuck, bro? Like, You're supposed to be working, not raging. Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, and half of those times, those fools are sleeping under the fucking, like, hey, like right under the decks. While the DJ is playing, they'll be sleeping, like, off to the side. Well, shit, now we know what we could do. No. You guys have been doing <laughs> it all wrong. Doing it all wrong. Doing it wrong. Look, I guess. Too many cables up there, bro, for us to sleep up there. <laughs> sleep on the wrong one, the whole thing comes uh, down. Yeah. yeah. You turn off that whole video wall, bro. You're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> and then who are they going to look at? Me? Yeah. <laughs> You're what sleeping. What are you doing? <laughs> sleeping. Bro, even times when I got to plug shit in down there, like, even if I got to plug a fan, bro, I get nervous because like, there's oh, so shit. much shit there and you're like, if I plug this in, is this, and I turn this fucking switch, is that going to blow out? <laughs> you don't know. Like, fuck. do you guys run all the Cat 6 cables and all that stuff? Yeah. Yep. What the hell is that? The internet cable. The internet cable, or uh, Ethernet cable. Networking cable. Network. There you go. Networking cable. That's a legit term. Yeah. I should have said that too. I'm taking class. That's like how the video walls communicate with the front of house. When that's, how, that's how Rocky's camera connects to him from, uh, you know, from the deck to his laptop. Basically. <laughs> and I just learned the other day that there's a program, and I'm assuming that's it, that the visual guys see in order to control the lighting so everything happens at once. Yeah, that's true. Show control. Show control yeah. or time coding. Time code. Is, I think, what you're talking about. Is, yeah, it's when the lighting director and the video director or VJ, yeah. they uh, pre-program the entire set to specific songs that their artist is going to play. And then it's all ran through, you know, the time code strip and over to the CDJs on stage. And so whenever the artist, you know, picks this song, then it links back to their control stations and all of their pre-programming that they've done at home just follows. That's, uh, that's crazy. That's crazy. You got you to gotta, uh, see, when you go to EDC, uh, time to take you on the trailers. They're they're literally like programming in the trailer during the fucking show. It's called a, a previs suite. Yeah, and you can fucking see it like the fool sitting right there, and you can see the, the whole stage set up on a fucking TV. Yeah, and he's doing the fucking lighting like behind your stage. I don't think they have it on my stage, but I know behind do you your do stage, that. Do you do programming? Yeah, I do programming too. They have it on your I'm stage. Like, it's one of the trailers. Like I never even go on those trailers. Really? I've walked into them just to walk into them. <laughs> like, just to see, like, hey, is, is so-and-so here? Like, yeah. you know, they're like, nah. And I'm like, oh, shoot, what do you guys got here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, bro, you got to see where you're at, bro. Like you guys watching on this TV? Come in with a mic? <laughs> nah, I, ser- I, I seriously walked in there, and, and I said, oh, you fools playing Nintendo or what? Like, I mean, they had Nintendo on one of them, but they had the other get one. Get out of here, get out of here. The other guy was sitting on the other side like with a keyboard and he was like, oh, we're, they're programming for the- Playing Warzone. <laughs> My mind is blown. Yeah, you gotta like, see that shit. That's insane to me. That it's it, a huge, it's so like, like choreographed. Some of them are, and then there's other shows where they don't have a time-coded show and it's just a person uh, you know, pressing buttons to the beat and understanding the music and just like uh you know this button does something this i button i actually thought that mm-hmm. yeah i thought it was always like the person knew the music and it was just doing it on the fly mm-hmm. so it, it's both it's both yeah uh, it depends on the artist yeah depends on the artist depends yeah. on the show and there's a big difference between time code and show control oh what's the difference so time control is a, a generated number right uh, yeah. Time code is like a, it's like a, yeah, it's like a strip 
you know, an audio strip, an audio file that just has a bunch of different numbers. And then your programming aligns with those numbers. The waveform. Like, okay. It all, it all links up. And then no what idea. show control is, is the thing. It's just that, a visual. It's just like, yeah, it's like a interface that kind of brings all of it together. So like you can see the tracks that the artist is going to play. You can see the waveforms. You can see oh. where you know how you are. see on the CDJ when you're playing, yeah. and you see like the way they see exactly the whole track laid oh. laid out. So they could see the drop, mm-hmm. the they breakdown, see if it's a fake drop. Yeah. So they can yeah. see if if you're playing or you're not playing. <laughs> uh-huh. yeah. It's a little more involved. All right. Well, I appreciate you being on the yeah. show. Oh Absolutely. yeah. Yeah. Thanks for having on our show. Appreciate you guys. Yeah. Yeah. It was great. Oh, yeah. It was fun. But before we go, we're gonna get into the mix uh, with my boy David G. And then uh, we'll come back and uh, say our goodbyes. This is set time. Oh, yeah.
was giving your chain away That's kinda like giving your fame away What's wrong with you? I sit in a box where the owners do A boss is a road that I've grown into I love you to death, but I told you to, told you to, told you to jump
Thank you, David. Thank you so much, David. For sending you that mix. Oh, yeah. If you want to check him out, you can go to his Instagram. It's at I-A-M-D-J-D-A-V-I-D-G. David, my boy. He used to work on Power Tools. No, but he used to do all the editing for Power Tools and help, help all that stuff. Yeah. Help run the show for a long time. But... Yeah. Well, Dallas, thank you so much. Thank you. Hi. You didn't even ask Dallas if he was a DJ. Are you a DJ? No. Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Could have got a two first. <laughs> That's one hat I don't wear. Do you ever like want to get into it? You ever thought about it, or it doesn't? He's a bedroom DJ. Uh, I mean, yeah. If I were to do it, it would just be like I'm gonna do it at home and as, a, as an outlet, you know, as like around, play around with. Should have done it during the live streams, bro, at your own house. Yeah, right. Do you have a favorite genre? I go through different genres, but right now I'm like really into bass house. Ooh, Joyride! All right, all right. Nice. And then I feel like German bass is making a comeback. So yeah, making a comeback. Fuck yeah! It's back. 
Yeah. It's a, yeah. Fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. So I really like that for like the last few years, but I feel like all of a sudden a lot of other people are starting to come back around to it again. Get a little more mainstream. That's what I remember. Like that's how it. I got introduced into it, like the rape scene through drum and bass. Yeah. Like that. I mean, I remember hearing house and all that, but like what really piqued my interest was like I'm telling you, fucking DJ Diesel boy, jungle drum and bass. And I was sitting there like, what is this? Just brings you on a ride. Fuck yeah. He's on a ride. And it's it's crazy. Okay, I'll I'll show you the CD. I don't know the name of it, but they I this guy was older than me. I would want to say five years older than me. And he I had told him like, oh look, I got a copy of the CD. And he said, that's nothing. You gotta watch it with this movie called Event Horizon. So as soon as you play the play with the track, start the movie. Line it up. Line it up, bro. It fucking goes 100% with the fuck. That's like, oh, wow. like Dark Side of the Moon, right? That's the Dark Side of the Moon. Dude, with, it uh, is. Wizard it of Oz. Crazy. And that, that shit got me like, what the fuck? Like, uh, bro. You melted? Yeah. Drum and bass. And I wasn't even doing weed, nah, like ecstasy <laughs> or nothing. I was doing weed. like. And I was sitting there like, dude, this shit is dope. And I still listen to it and I've watched Event Horizon with it. Like, yeah. It's fucking you gotta dope. do Wizard of Oz now with Pink Floyd. Dark side of the moon. Am I gonna fucking die? Yeah, you're gonna <laughs> yeah, melt. melt away. I'm not. I don't it's worth like, it though. Wizard of Oz scares me, bro. <laughs> Sometimes I wake up like that, like the witch or what? No, Why? I wake up like, is this fucking real? I've had <laughs> dreams like that, fool. I think I'm Toto. <laughs> no, no, like I think I'm like. You're no longer in Kansas. No, it's just yeah, I'm walking somewhere else. On the yellow brick road? <laughs> oh, it's crazy. Oh, it's crazy. I've had dreams like that where you're like, you're, you think you're awake and you're fucking. Oh. Yeah, and I'm like. Oh, I see you, like how she is. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, no, not, not like adventurous when you meet a fucking motherfucker like that. <laughs> well, maybe, yeah, but I mean, I've had dreams like that and I'm just like, nah, dude, fuck this shit's scary. And then I remember watching it one day and I was like, my dream right here. This is a scary movie. This, this is isn't, a nightmare. This isn't like a, a, oh yeah, it's a jolly movie. No, that's a scary movie, dude. What the fuck with you. All right. All right. And you say I don't know movies, dog. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, now we know what not to get you for Christmas. Uh, I'll take the. Uh, <laughs> what do we are? We're going to fucking trip you out now. <laughs> get you nothing but Wizard of Oz shit. The next Pink podcast, Floyd. we just all dress up as a different character. I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure you can find that that Pink Floyd track you're talking. The whole we're, Dark Side of the Moon. It. Yeah, but I'm pretty sure you can find it already. Oh, I'm pretty sure you can. Mixed in together yeah, on YouTube. Watch it. I'm gonna listen. It. it all goes I'm gonna, together. I'm gonna get all fucking stuck right there. And then play it backwards. <laughs> all the simple yeah. You can hear them. See, they're talking to me. It's all a dream. It's all a dream. You're really asleep right now. But yeah, drum and bass is coming back. It's no. back. <laughs> it's back. Anyways, thank you so much. Thank you. It was a pleasure. Oh yeah. I learned a lot. I, I think I'm gonna I'm gonna go back and like rethink like hundred other questions that I should have asked you after after this. But other than that, maybe maybe uh, after your Coachella, we'll get you back in here. Yeah. Yeah. Put it yeah. Out there. We're throwing it out there. Again. All right. So, yeah. <laughs> Love the man. He's gonna be too busy after Coachella. I know. That's what it. That's what happens. That's why we're trying to get everybody in right yeah, now. Before. Because it's like, yeah, you're gonna say, yeah, I'll come back after Coachella, and then it's like, there is no time. No days off. You guys gotta do an EDC one out of EDC. We've been talking about it. That's the problem. We get too fucked up. 
<laughs> well, that'd be a special episode right yeah, there. We're all, all fucked up, and everyone comes in and talks. Nah, bro, fools will get fired yeah. on that shit. Fools <laughs> <laughs> will get fired. We will never get released. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that, that'll be a uh, Patreon episode. <laughs> 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 yeah. If people want to follow you or check you out, do you have like a... You want to Instagram? Yeah, my Instagram. I got two. I got a personal one. That's Dallas Tex. D-A-L-L-A-S-T-E-X. And then my uh, professional one is paradox.production.design. Mm. I think that's, I don't follow your, I'm going to have to follow your other one. They yeah. follow both of them. And you're not a Dallas Cowboy fan, right? No. Fuck yeah. I'm a Dallas Cowboy fan. Are you, do you like the NFL? Um, I'm a Niner fan. Nice. You too. I thought he was going to say, what is football? <laughs> uh, I don't know what that is. You mean soccer? I don't have time for sports. We'll see All right, again. Thank you so much. Thank we'll you. See you next time. Pleasure. I'll see you next time. This yeah. is set times. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>